is being very nice to me right now. <laughs> we just, you're going to hear me like I just was crying for about 20 minutes. We just recorded a very funny um, episode. And then when I went to put in the computer, there's no file. We had some tech issues. This happens on every <laughs> podcast, literally. I mean, I feel like... They, it, it feels like it leans more towards me. Which <laughs> no, no. It's, no but it's one of those things in like dating when it keeps happening, you think maybe you're the problem. No, <laughs> no, not at all. You're not a carry. Um, no, this happens. I mean, I feel like a lot of when I've done like research on podcasting and recording, a lot of people have like two or three mics. And then you'll see on like ones that you watch on YouTube, they have like three producers in. And they have one producer like in the room as the podcasters and then like two outside. We have none. And we're just... We have none. It's just me in my bedroom as... Magoo. I'm, I'm holding literally the... Like a life support for my mic. Sarah's holding um, the outlet like it's a bomb that she's about to let go and like detonate and blow up. Like, <laughs> No, my, my like hand hurts and it's cramped, but like I'm not going to let this thing go. And yeah, essentially like, yeah, recording this is, is tough. I've... It's... It's... You're right. It's amateur. This is like <laughs> an amateur porn setup where things can go awry. Okay, let, let's just say that, and maybe that maybe this is a lot to chew off and say, but I feel like the, our production is like at least a little bit better than and just like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a tad above. Hopefully, people agree. Um, so yeah, we re- just recorded a great episode. I I don't know, Gilly. Where do, where do you want to well, start? <laughs> I was. I realized I hadn't told you a story yet about I've been like dating a little bit, or like I guess like meeting people off the internet, and like okay, <laughs> love it. And I was thinking this week, like yeah, the internet is made for like was made for two things, like the military to like communicate, and like for people to meet me weirdos off the internet. Like that's truly like. It. it that's it yeah like these influencers like mommy bloggers they need to stop right now <laughs> and so so yeah like i was telling sarah earlier just about like some of my personal icks from dating one of which is like this guy that i've been seeing who's really nice but like he doesn't know like any celebrities or movies or anything <laughs> and it just like bothers me because i'm such a like i'm not like a pop culture whore like, it's more of that I just love... Well, maybe I am. Fuck it. Like, it's more... Maybe a little bit, yeah. It's more that I like... I've, I like watching movies. I like talking about movies. And it's just, like, a part of, like, like how I, like, relate to people and laugh. And, like, I asked this guy, like, oh, have you seen White Lotus? And he was like, mm, I don't think so. I was like, really? He's like... <laughs> and he was like, oh, wait that's a movie right no uh i don't think i've seen it i'm like no it's not a movie and so there's no way he's online on instagram like he there's he must live under a rock like how do you not know that show yeah but he also works in entertainment and like how also like knows the most obscure like comedians and stuff like that but he was we were like at a wine bar and he was like he was like basically whispered to me that like mila mila kunis is over there and i was like what and he's like Mila Kunis is over there and um I look over and it's like really not me and Mila Kunis 
<laughs> it's like not her at all. And I, I like turned back with him with like basically a stink face. Like I don't even know. Just like I must have an ick ridden all over my face. And I was just like, that's not Mila Kunis. And he was like, oh, well, you know, I was trying to prove to you that I know <laughs> about celebrity like movies and actors and you're like and point not proven other point proven <laughs> yeah, you made it worse like what? and also like you went out of your way to just make up that a celebrity was there for me to be like yeah we like totally are connected you know like, yeah t- like there's like two concerning things did he not think that you would know who mila kunis was or did he really not you know and 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 but was she in the ballpark of Amelia kunis was it was he just profiling like a short attractive brunette yeah yeah like exactly it was like it was just like a brunette person with like a delicate features just like with two randoms at the end of a bar just like in plain sight of everyone like I was like not at all like <laughs> but um I do definitely have... definitely an ick yeah definitely it's I don't know it was just like one of those weird icks where I'm just like what um but um I I have been trying to like speaking of sex and city just like explore a little bit more you know I'm like hmm I was having a lot of trouble meeting people off Hinge. I'm on this like field app, which I had mentioned like a couple episodes ago. And it's just like a little bit more sex positive. It's like easier to like meet people. Mm-hmm. And um, I like try to butt plug for the first time. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> My mom was so funny because she's like, oh, Laura's on that app. I was like, yeah. I think she even said Gilly's on that app. So this will be this will be new. Gilly, I hadn't heard of the app. Like, if I haven't heard of it. So this will be, I'm seeing them next week um, for a family vacation. So this will be great. Um, butt plug is always great family fodder. So what what was it? Well, was it was it like a was it jeweled? It was it was not jeweled. It was interesting. It was interesting because <laughs> it was interesting because it was someone that I had met off of the app, and you know, physically engaged with, and um, you know, I was just getting to know kind of his interests and stuff, and he was just saying that he like thinks that it's really cute when women have like a butt plug in them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to be like a Carrie prude because like Carrie would be like making some like, you know, ridiculous joke. But I mean, I wonder I wonder if he likes it because it actually looks cute or if he doesn't like the sight of a natural butthole. Well, I think he thinks it looks cute. I don't know why it's like a like I, and this is not me putting it. I don't know why he thinks it's cute, but I kind of saw it as like maybe it looks like a a cottontail like on a bunny or something. <laughs> <laughs> And because that is cute, that is. But like that, that kind of leads into like furry ter- territory. Maybe, maybe. But it was funny because so the next time we hung out, you know, for everyone who says, like all those, you know, podcasters or like people spitting dating advice out there, for everyone who says don't have sex on a first date because X Y Z and they're not interested, we had sex on the first date. And second date, we made key lime pie at his house at 1 p.m. And it was his mom's recipe off of an index card. <laughs> so, And they say true love, modern love doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> and they say humble pie doesn't exist. Well, we made key lime pie. <laughs> Put that in your pipe and 
eat it or whatever. And so we made key lime pie, but then, you know, like we went to his room while we were waiting for it to chill or whatever. And yeah. <laughs> okay. And is that when you brought up the butt plug? Well, yeah, we were like hanging out, you know, getting whatever jiggy with it, as the youth says. And he mm-hmm. brought out like, um, you know, you know when you like went to a radio show? He pulled out of his pocket a, <laughs> just a cute little butt plug. Just pulled it out of his pocket. Remember when you went to a radio shack and they still existed and you bought like walkie talkies? And, mm-hmm. and you had to like deal with like cutting them out of that like terrible plastic that was just like had it completely sealed in. Mm-hmm. Like or yeah. just any electronic that you buy and you need to have like the toughest scissors and you basically like carpal tunnel while trying to like use the shears to like cut around and then pop everything out. Yeah. So he had ordered like a range of butt plugs <laughs> that was in that packaging and it was clear and they were pink and they were clearly for me. <laughs> I don't know why so I haven't told you. This not part. only did he bring over his mother's key lime pie recipe, he also brought over pre-packaged unopened butt plugs for you. Well, we were at his house, so they were just all ready to. I'm rock. sorry, they were. I forgot. Rock. They were already brought in. They were already present. Um, I don't know. What do you say when you open that, when you see that? Well, do you act I, well, surprised? Again, back to modern love. I was oddly, like, flattered. I was oddly like, this is so sweet. He bought butt plugs for me. I got, a guy has bought me flowers, like, once or twice in my life. Okay. We've graduated. We've no. Been, we've been promoted to butt plug. <laughs> This is an episode of Sex and the City. Like, how would one feel if one was presented with that on a second date? Like, this is an episode. Which character would this happen to? Mm, this would happen to someone like Charlotte. Like, someone. Charlotte. Who, absolutely. Who just, like, can't, isn't sure about it, but is, like, also willing to, tr- is just weird enough to try it, you know? But you And at the end, he's like, it's Tiffany. Yeah. <laughs> it was like a Tiffany it's blue carrot plug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was funny so it, it was like a small medium and large and I was like I've never done this and then and I told t- the thing is that okay this is <laughs> this is kind of gross on my part okay <laughs> but one never would I ever consider like I'm just not into butt play just in general and yeah. like some people are some people aren't whatever it's totally whatever but for me personally I'm just I'm a very like tight human like I'm very Nervous. The IBS. I've got IBS, t- like, and but the thing is, I knew that I had okay, like, so I knew that I had you know gone that day. Like, <laughs> you were good, and I also knew that I had gotten like, God, this sounds so weird. I had gotten a colonic the weekend before, so I knew that like my back door was flexible and loose, like it was just. Like the fear element had you been dismantled. <laughs> yeah. I was you like, were primed and ready for this scenario. I was primed and ready. But if also, I believe if some man is presenting butt plugs, there should be a little bit of flexibility on his part that. Maybe I'm not know, into it. Yeah, yeah. And also manage expectations for what's going to happen. So, but it seems like you were ready and this. The timing was serendipitous. The timing was right. Um <laughs> Because I 
I'm going to regret that this comes out, this podcast is, it comes out, but it was just like, I'm in a new, I'm in a phase of life, life where I just want to like, I don't know, try switch it up, explore, just, you know, learn. Have fun. Have, have fun or just kind of, I don't know, try different, sample, try different things. And so, but it was so funny because he was like really lobbying for me to go with like the bigger butt plug. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, no, that one's that one's just really small. That one's really small. And I was like, well, I've never done. Yeah, but it's just it's that one's pretty small. <laughs> I love how I love how him not knowing Mila Kunis at the bar was the ick. Whereas yeah. him like, you know, just suggesting <laughs> that you use not only suggesting, but having them ready bought for you was like the well, I'm open to it. Well, here's the ick. The ick was that they came from Amazon. I don't want Amazon <laughs> butt plugs. I want like fancy butt Prime, plugs. prime delivery, baby. Like I wish you went to like a store, brick and mortar, like support your local. Like he should be, yeah, supporting s- small businesses. Sex shop. And I was like, ew, these are Amazon. Like who, <laughs> <laughs> like who knows what these were at some point, like where these were manufactured. Like, like, and I was like, oh my God, like two day delivery too. Just thinking, just thinking about this rush order that you made happen I- on a, Second date. Second date, y'all. Right? And, like, and to see the carbon emissions, that Amazon worker exactly. had to go to the bin and was rushing and maybe, like, neglected going to the bathroom to and get I, more of the bull's butt plugs. And yeah. I also know that, like, if you order anything off of Amazon and, quote, unquote, return it, it doesn't actually get returned. It goes on those – this is just a consumer note. It goes on these <laughs> pallets – and the pallets um, are just full with a bunch of shit, and people like bid on these pallets. Right, they're auctioned. Auctioned, I up. think so. So, if he does return them, good luck. <laughs> yeah, but I, you know, yeah, I guess maybe the odds be in your favor yeah, exa- of bidding for that pallet. So we went for it. It was interesting. It wasn't. Um, it didn't. I thought it was cool to try. It didn't like m- maximize the pleasure. It didn't minimize the pleasure. It just, it just was. Well, you know what, though? I think it was nice that you were open to trying something and you didn't um, butt plug shame him. And I, uh, Godspeed. I don't know. <laughs> God, Godspeed. And, and also, like, I, it, it's similar to, like, Miranda on this journey. Yes. Just being, like, open yes, and free. Exactly. Like, we should be celebrating that. See, I resonated with Miranda in this episode, um, especially... Well, you can do your recap, but we had, you know, when we were talking earlier, just really like... <laughs> when we already recorded this. <laughs> when we were with recording with a hard R earlier, we um, were talking about just the ways in which Miranda is struggling. Not struggling, but she's asking herself, am I a lesbian? And we were both just kind of remarking on how we think it's... We really liked this depiction of in, in Just Like That. We thought it was, like, really good that they were showing someone struggling or to figure out like how do they sitting with uncertainty and kind of asking questions yeah do you need to um, label yourself do you not need to label yourself yeah and i and i think that there's probably a lot of pressure put on people in like who identify as queer to kind of like pick a side you know be something and i think labels yeah probably feel super limiting and and i think people are much more complex than that particularly for miranda who has had a ton of fulfilling sexual relationships with men 
was married to a man, had a baby with a man, had had a relationship with a with somebody who was gender nonconforming. Like, what what category is she in? Because technically, she's not really gay. You know, like, how do you identify yourself? Are you a lesbian? Are you queer? So I think it's good that the show was addressing it because I think this show could have typically gone in the old Sex and City way, where like, remember Carrie said, like, you know, bisexuals just to stop pit stop on the way to gayville or something yeah like, yeah 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 oh I my think god that feels show, so retro right and i think they're trying to show the progression of talking about sexuality in this very like spectrum the fluidity of it so i think you know uh, kudos to and just like that for actually writing this into the script so for a quick little recap in this episode we have miranda continuing to explore her sexuality and questioning her sexuality and she meets this really beautiful um woman at a bookstore who's actually the voice of her the jane austen novel audiobooks that she listened to and it kind of comes to a head of a little bit of bait and switch with this woman where the woman presents herself one way and then on valentine's day she kind of shows this other more realistic side to her much to miranda's dismay carrying this episode is opening up again to a relationship with Aiden and the the final moments of this episode is them getting back together which we have so much to talk about. Charlotte in this episode is dealing with being a momager to Rock, a mom to Lily, a wife to Harry and trying to figure out who she really is in relation to her family and to herself. At the end she ends up getting really high off a pot brownie and coming to this conclusion that she needs to like go back to work. And um, some of the other characters in this episode Seema dealing with you know still fighting for single people rights LTW just um just uh exploring boundaries with her children and like what's okay and not okay with sex and like being in someone's house and then Naya is just living her single life on Valentine's Day and Anthony's on Drew Barrymore's show with with his hot fellows bakery which one should we keep talking about Miranda yeah I let's pretty fast yeah let's um yeah Let's talk about more nice sum, Sarah. Yeah. Let's well, did it before, so yeah. we all do. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, it's so funny because you had used earlier that like the term that Miranda was like kind of catfish. So we kind of saw the situation a little bit differently. Like I mm-hmm. was, I like couldn't help but notice like the classism like that Miranda was like experiencing while like you know walking into this woman's studio apartment it was like that hillary clinton meme where she's like walking through a working class person's home and she was just um basically on the phone there was like the cat was like i guess there was like a litter box because um yeah cats like people own cats and they have litter boxes they don't have butt plugs they have to poop (laughs) (laughs) and you know it's a it was a really cute studio apartment it was really small but um you know amelia or whoever the person she's off getting quarters to wash like sheets or whatever and Mm -hmm. miranda's like calling carrie in a panic like oh my god she ran to buy quarters to wash her flannel sheets and i was just like ew like are you equating that and and, like that dating what she calls dating is still a shit show like are you equating someone getting laundry quarters to dating being a shit show like ooh, get out of there miranda like i don't know i just thought it was well like, you were very triggered as one who uses quarters yeah, for laundry yeah you, I uh, yeah you was kind of justice for the quarter laundry like, and then yeah so that was an interesting perspective whereas i was coming at it with 
well, Miranda is has really had a lot of fantasies about this woman. Her voice is so sultry. They met in this very sexy, meet cute yeah. way. They're both done up and dressed up. It's they Valentine's so Day. So enamored. It's Valentine's Day. She gets so Miranda is like done up, beautiful, sexy purple dress. She's excited. It's like when you get really excited for a date, and then the date is such a letdown. You're like, damn, I put all this effort mentally and physically into be becoming to this, you know, getting to this point, and. For this woman to answer the door in like sweatpants yeah. and doing laundry, Mid saying we'll order, make yourself voice at recording, home. yeah, right. And so it feels like you—that's like maybe six months into dating yes. on a Valentine's Day, not even. And so just a total kind of bait and switch with expectations. And this is a pretty typical plot point for a writing. Um, trope for sex and yeah. city to use like this happened a lot with the women like kind of thinking one person was one way and then their expectations are kind of drastically yeah they would use that device mismatched. which I think was what yes. made the show such a hit was like oh like this person is like you know like I don't know like uh I remember we were talking about how Carrie like it was the guy who lived with his parents on Park Avenue he's the comic book store owner and he was yes. like she thought he was just like super cool and then she finds out he lives with his parents i mean they have like a similar vibe of course it's right this yeah it's the same different trouble. someone living with the, their parents versus someone who like i don't know it's just like living their life in new york in an studio. expensive city yeah <laughs> yeah and i think like um samantha who dates the like high up stockbroker guy who likes baby talk she's like eh, it's just it feels like this weird mismatch again a little bit different in this scenario it's just miranda feeling disappointed and let down and having this fantasy that's not met i'm assuming she lived i'm assuming she thought oh we'll come over we'll have this sexy dinner she has this nice apartment yeah. um but in this you know, Miranda comes to this conclusion as a 56-year-old, like, I don't have to stay. Like, if yeah. I'm kind of disappointed, I don't want to do this anymore, I can walk away, which, good, we're glad for Miranda because maybe in the past she wouldn't, she wouldn't have walked away. And I do she, think, yeah. I do think on first dates, everyone should be superheroes. Like, I think that everyone should pretend. Okay, maybe that's bad advice, actually. I was going to say, I think everyone, Like, bring your best self? Bring your best self. Like, come on, make a first impression, like... I mean, I do think that this woman was super down to earth. And in comparison with Che, they seemed so nice and real and like not putting up a front. And that's why I felt it was like kind of like not cool that Miranda was so turned off. But at the same time, if Miranda, you know, if I put in effort and I wanted to look in like a little bit nice and somebody's like. Yeah, open the fridge. And, yeah. There's beer inside. Like, yeah, and someone's just like in there. We would sweats. eviscerate that guy. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. But I think because you know, and and again, speaking of Che, we'll get into her their like weird plot point. Um, you know, we we are rooting for Miranda. I was really hoping this was going to be like a sexy Valentine's Day thing. Like they couldn't even give that to Miranda. Like mm. they're still <laughs> making her struggle. Like Miranda has had zero wins well, so any far in this entire series. Um, I think she's going to, I mean, ah, there's a part of me that's still rooting for her and Steve and maybe they like bring a third into their like relationship. Whoa, that's, okay, that's, I feel like that's a little far-fetched, but you, you just, it's not going to happen, but like yeah. I, I want her to, I, I am still rooting for her and Steve. Really? I know that's not going to work. I don't know. I just kind of am. I, I don't know. I'm rooting for them I know to what get they're along not going to. is what I'm rooting for. I'm rooting for them to like we want get them along to be cordial. and like. Maybe they do have some sort of nice joint marriage in the home in the house or something. I don't know, but um, I think you think it's DOA, like it's done. They're dead. Oh yeah, 
I, yeah, I yeah. guess. I'm just, I'm really worried that they're going to try to rewrite Che back in. But I think Che's an asshole. I mean. I mean, Gilly, you're so right. Like, why was Che mentioned in this episode? And you brought up when we when we <laughs> talked about this that, like, what was the thing that Che said about Miranda oh, in her apartment? Che. <laughs> in their apartment? Che's, like, on a walk with Carrie and is like, is Miranda ghosting me? And Carrie's <laughs> like, well, you know, she's trying to, she's kind of tiptoeing around the situation. And then Che immediately goes, because she left a shit of box and a box of shit in my apartment. And like, I wanted to pick it up. And I was just like, ugh. God damn it, Che. Yeah. And also, kind of like Carrie, like, I don't know, pick a side. I don't, for some reason, I feel weird that why is Carrie still need to be friends with Che? Yeah, that, that, that feels stupid. But I, and I just also am like, oh, they left a box. Like, again, I don't understand why they're. Like, why is there no humility with this Che character? I don't, I don't get it. They had something really nice. I mean, in their own eyes. Like, I mean, I didn't like it, but Che and Miranda had, were like, I guess in love or whatever. And it ends and they're like, And oh, that's okay. Pick up that <laughs> box of shit. Yeah, and that's okay. Like, and just as, and just as Berger and Carrie broke up in season five, they he was not in the episode the rest of the episode the politician we've got a lot of guys why that were in and out and are people. we yeah why are we watching che become a get, vet tech again yeah like, what is get that they're like old side hustle or their old job back as a vet like it was the most irrelevant scene ever <laughs> Yeah, it was very weird that they wrote that. And then you have this moment where, you know, Che's looking like the the hero, the savior. Yeah, you know, so weird. They're down Saving on their the luck, dog. but they're still looking out for the little guy. And they bring the dog and, and then they maybe get their job back. Are we now going to be visiting Che at work while she while they, like, you know, help out dogs and, and stray animals? It feels a little, it again, just, like, we don't care. We're not here for this. We're not here for, we're not, you know. We're not here for this, but also I just feel like this show has just harped on the weirdest, like, an things that could just be anecdotal. Like, okay, like, Che got their old, went and had to go get their old job at the vet because their job isn't going so well. But they had to, like, I don't know, make it a whole, like, scene with the person. Like, what? Like, they, they clearly had, like, an animal trainer on set. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> yeah. Like, like, what? Like, how many takes did it take to get that dog wrangled? Yeah. So and it's ridiculous. just like, wow, like, you put in a lot of effort and, like, that set. So, yeah, I mean, we'll see. I'm hoping that this is the last we see of Che. I highly doubt it is because they're not going to write them out now. I'll like just this, be really but... annoyed if, if the arc is that, oh, we can't deny each other. We're meant to be. Like, I'll be super annoyed oh, because Che no, no, treats no. Miranda like absolute crap and okay wait yeah what is their meet cute again does it involve the vet does does is miranda's cat still alive because i think they've had that cat for 20 plus years oh you think so like what do you think chain miranda's next meetup will be like it like they brought up this vet thing how is this coming back into oh oh i see they have to like they they literally just pooped out this plot device this like what's that checkoff thing where it's like if you introduce a gun in the first act it's got to come back or something (laughs) or tolstoy i don't know it's some like you know writing technique where it's like this whole vet where where is this going is this charlotte's dog it's It's 100 charlotte's bulldog because they had like multiple yes. scenes the bulldog's really cute but they had multiple scenes with the bulldog so like who knows maybe like yes and remember like that's how charlotte runs the instagram account and that's the new client and something's gonna happen with the dog you know okay this could be it this might the vet tech might come back this oh way my god 
I hope not, but oh, maybe. God. Yeah. But also, like, I would never trust someone who, like, was, like, a stand-up comedy comic for, like, years to then just, like, come back and, like, start, like, freaking, like, doing surgery on my dog. I don't know, like... You can clean up their poop. Sorry. Like, <laughs> yeah, no jokes about it. But I, I, yeah, so we'll we'll see where this goes. Please DM us and let us know your predictions and where you think this plot point could go or funny ways that you would write this into the show. I think we'd be remiss, Gilly, if we didn't completely dive into the Carrie. I dynamic. think I think we got to do it. I mean, we have some other thing. We obviously want to talk about Charlotte accidentally, you know, getting oh, yeah. dosed cannabis or whatever. But we need to talk about Carrie and Aiden. And I have a Carrie tracker, which is... Tell me the tracker. <laughs> Carrie goes into a, the restaurant to meet Aiden. And he's not there yet. And she has to sit down at a table for two. And she looks so like a damsel in distress. She looks so so stressed, so sad, so bewildered. And my Carrie tracker is, Carrie, have you never been to a restaurant first in your life? <laughs> Have you just been making your fucking friends wait for you? <laughs> no, I think that's exactly it. And it's and like why why do you think this is? Like why do you think she wants to be the last person there or the second person there? She's just sulking and then she's like, Can I charge my phone with the waiter? And the waiter's like, Yeah, here you go. And she was like almost so like like a surprise that he didn't like give her a hug or some shit and then she's like they're going in and out of the doors like because they're trying to do their job like as servers and she's like oh, oh what? like she's in the way i'm like i'm like oh my god like act like a 56 year old the lack of act like reliance yeah some semblance but i think you're right like she wants to show up last so she can do the strut and show she has her little outfits and her little looks with her like little bejeweled cape and she also was expecting Aiden to be like head over heels waiting for her and she yes. you know she had she didn't envi- it's also very telling that she'd envisioned the moment which we're all guilty of like who doesn't want a strut and show who doesn't want to like walk in and be like stared at oh but with God. Carrie it. it's we can't we can't help but hold it against her you know oh, with totally. us it's fine with her this is just one more you know reason to think that she's incredibly selfish well so, so what did you think of the meeting between them so, or sorry what were you gonna say oh, well, I was going to say she they realized she's like in the wrong restaurant like she's just next door mm-hmm. one door over and she goes and heads outside and then I mean it's just it, it it's literally like film 101 it's literally like film like score soundtrack like arithmetic like as soon you as you know what's happening as yeah. soon as the music goes off and you just hear the ambient air you know that like someone's <laughs> going to pop out of nowhere <laughs> And I love them. I've loved seeing memes this week that were like, I survived the Aiden jump scare. <laughs> I know Zoe texted me that. It was so funny. Because all of a sudden you hear the ambient music and she turns around, boom, there's Aiden wearing like this weird, like Star Trek, like yeah. Civil War reenactment, like raincoat. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, first off, it's buttoned up to his chin and belted. And it's just like very, out of all the coats you could have chosen, why that It looks coat? like he got it from the clearance rack at like Talbot's or something. Like, 
I know it's both like like a militaristic, futuristic, and also kind of ladylike. It's just like it's very difficult to pinpoint this category of clothing. And it's funny because our friend Melissa, who's been on the podcast, she texted me last night. I was already asleep, but she texted me and goes in all caps, what in the actual fuck was Aiden wearing? <laughs> Goes, yeah, there was so much shit about this outfit. She goes, has he just come home from the war <laughs> for a fucking ticker tape parade? I don't know what that means. But that the tinker, yeah, like the, um, yeah, the some of the, the there's some hilarious memes about this jacket. Um, I'm going to definitely poll if we think this is a hit or a miss. Like, I think it's a I mean, we know miss it's and, a miss, but I wonder. We'll just, we'll, we'll, we'll I see think, the percentage. Sarah, I think you need to go influencer style and be like, and just like scour the men's section or the women's section on the internet for just like dupes of that jacket. <laughs> Okay, absolutely. So everyone, there will be dupes. Um, maybe not Amazon after what Gilly's talked about, but we, yeah. I, I mean, I think that, and also his hair. What was up with the ducktail? Oh yeah, you, yeah, you didn't like that little. Yeah, neither did I. That little curl. I hair. hate it. Snip it. I think what I didn't like, but I know this is TV, is that I didn't like that they clearly dyed his hair brown. Like, let some of those silver fox grays come through. Like, stop trying to make him look you younger. You are so right. That, why did they do that? Because I'm looking him up right now because he's in the new um, uh, Greek wedding, like, fucking, what is it, four or three yeah, or Greek something? Yeah, a million, yeah. And he has a really nice, what did they have him? Yeah, he Oh, looked- interesting. He just has, like, his regular brown hair he might not be gray yet no he is because i'm looking at a photo right now and he a really good photo of him right now and he has a little bit of grays in and he looks fantastic i mean it's like my dream hair for now like i don't yeah this does not make sense why they didn't you're right he does have salt and pepper and they should have just done that it's very attractive on men i think it's not only attractive but i think like earlier we were like did he get work done or like we were I think tra- it's just heavy makeup. Yeah, I think it was like the tan, maybe heavy makeup. I mean, maybe he has a little bit of Botox. Who knows? But I think in general, like, I think he they just really, I think they're really trying to channel, like, young Aiden for us to feel, like, pretty enticed and um, excited, you know? Yeah, um, I'm looking at pictures now, and it's... I mean, I think in one picture, yeah, what you just sent, like, I, I'm definitely seeing a little bit of gray in the front. He definitely has way too much foundation on. Yeah. Like, makeup on men in shows. That's like, a thing. Damn, you got to do it right. Um, He does look great, though. Yeah, and I, I like his blue John, shirt. Yeah, John Corbett was act. I thought his acting was great. I mean, whereas I feel like Charlotte just feels like a super heightened version of Charlotte that can't really act. And I think... Miranda's this new weird kind of weak kind of character. Yeah, John Corbett. I mean, it felt like Aiden. And okay, wait, <laughs> Killy. <laughs> I've looked up more photos of this. This is like a classic barber jacket that he just had buttoned up to the top. Like he's <laughs> wearing this jacket in all of the new promos. Like he doesn't take this jacket off. Wait, what? Except for the yeah, moto jacket that he's later. Yeah, wearing. he's con- he's going to continue wearing this. This is just a classic barber jacket that he just somehow also their buttoned up. Their first hug was so bizarre to me. Like, I've literally, you know, slept with a person with a butt plug, and we still kind of give an awkward side hug. You know, like 
<laughs> right? And it felt a little, it felt a little too. It was like too handy. Yeah. It was too handsy, was... too cozy. The hug felt like it was heavy petting. I just said, I know. You I feel like they, they got too, too close too soon. We have to talk about this ending with them because yes. the ending is just the weirdest part. For those of you who are not watching, he pulls up, they pull up in a yellow cab to her play, her place and he walks out and he is somehow shocked that it is her old apartment. As Gilly said, as if like he didn't hear her give the directions to the, the cabbie. And oh, yeah. it's like he walks out and he's, <laughs> he's like, like, this uh, is like a triggered wait, response. Like, <laughs> How did we get he's having major flashbacks. Yeah. He's listing off grievances. I did those floors. I knocked down that wall. You left me high and dry. Like he could be fine. He maybe, I mean, financially, it seems like he's doing fine, but he, like he was triggered by this. He even said, it's all bad. It's all bad in there. And Carrie's yeah, like, like, damn. Carrie's like, I redid it. It wasn't all bad. She's like, there's new wallpaper. <laughs> And uh, you can find it at sjpcollection.com. Yeah, exactly. Which, hint, that is her wallpaper collection. Oh, just really? She's a wallpaper want to know. Yeah. yeah, she has a wallpaper collection. Yeah, she's trying to say, like, it, it's changed. It's different. And he refuses to go in, yet kisses her. And before he kisses her, he's like, fuck it. It's New York. They've got hotels. And I'm like, wow. What does guys. that even mean? I don't. I, where I is he living right now? Well, technically, he's just in town for work. So he is in a hotel and he is living in Virginia so I guess they'll just go to his hotel okay so that's what they were saying like okay I mean oh okay uh yeah okay and my prediction now because I was very adamant that they're going to get together and either the show's gonna end or not I do not think that they're going to get together and I think he's going to end it with her. I think this is going to be a little romance. It's going to be a fling. It's going to be reigniting. But there is no way they're going to get together. What is he going to do? Abandon his three children in Virginia? Well, I think, okay, so this is what I think. I think that we need to figure out... I think the ages we, of the children? No, I think we need. <laughs> we had joked about like the kids going to. You said like NYU, Hunter, and Columbia. Like they, <laughs> yeah, like just like you know that, maybe they've gotten into all the city, the cute, the cuties. Yeah, and that's why he moves back. But no, I think we need to create a poll, ask the listeners, because I think this is how we figure it out. Again, basic TV arithmetic is: Do we think there's a season three? Because if we think there's a season three, that will inform how they end this this year, this season. If it's still kind of up in the air, Aiden and Carrie, then yeah. Okay. See, you know what? Season Gilly, three. Here we go. Right. And the thing is, I based on the www.distractify.com, um, his children, Wyatt, Homer, and Tate, oh, are in their early 20s and late teens. They may be going to college. He may be saying bye bye Virginia. He might be saying bye bye UVA and Virginia Tech. Bring on NYC tuition. Let's go. <laughs> Do you think that they will somehow play um, Country Roads at some point Country in this Road. series? Yeah. Even though it's West Virginia, like the show will just be like, well, it's you know, it's yeah, like Appalachian. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I just think it's like, well, okay, yeah. What? 
I just think it would be ridiculous. Like, as you said last time, last week, like, what is he going to do? Propose again? And it would be so funny if she, like, wore the fucking ring around her <laughs> necklace again, like a charm necklace. Like, that would be just so funny if that happened all over again. Like, yeah, I, I'm, yeah, that's, you're, you're so right. Which is like, the show has, like, run out of any sort of plot that they're just completely recycling what happened. And I just, I also just don't think, like, I don't know, there's something so traditional about how this show is operating even though it's like trying to be like super cutting edge and progressive i just think that like they would have like they would have to end in marriage like why couldn't they just date casually long distance like older people like i know do date differently like people you know reach a point in life where i don't know i don't know how older people date but i just feel like if people are in love they're willing to like do long distance or whatever I mean, like, what, I mean, can you imagine what their, the not wedding website story would be? Like, yeah. like, what would their, like, how we met story? My God. Like, oh how many, goodness. you know, you know, our obstacles, story. but yeah, our story, the pictures. Well, you know, she cheated on me and broke <laughs> yeah. up with me, made me, she broke you know, my heart. My heart. <laughs> um, so my prediction now is I think they're going to like date for three or four episodes and, I mean, maybe. Do you think it ends with her moving to Virginia? I would love that. I would f- fucking live for that, actually. And then he has that. Like, wait. Do you think he still has that country house, or do you think he fixed it up and sold oh, it? Oh, I'm sure he sold it. Yeah, I'm sure that he. That's also part of his wealth. You know, maybe he has like a thriving Airbnb business. Yeah, Who maybe. Knows? But I don't know. I we want to get into this. So we want to know. Shoot us a DM or email us at themirandaspot at gmail Do you think we are teed up for a season three? And mm-hmm. if so, do you? How do you think that's gonna pan out? Do you think that Carrie and Aiden are gonna, you know, get together this season and it's gonna end there, or do you think? What do you think? What do you think? What is this gonna Let look like? Let us know. We love a good DM. Um, oh wow, what is this? Season three is returning for a third season, so it? It, it has not been announced. Oh, it has not, and has not been announced. But is it? Oh, we just got season two, but assuming they take another year and a half between, uh, I don't give a fuck. I mean, who knows? We, we we don't know. It's not been announced, but we'll figure it out. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I I don't know. Let us know. Um. The what other little well, plot points? Charlotte, because Charlotte, Charlotte. Wait, tell yeah, because I missed okay, this so part of the episode. I just was not so paying attention. She, Charlotte throughout this episode you know we have her being uh kind of a mom momager to rock because rock is now wants to be like a model but then changes their mind Lily is having some breakup Valentine's Day anti-boy party because Blake who she just lost her virginity to broke up with her which wow um honestly that kind of feels like that rings true and so Charlotte is trying to like get out of the house quickly she brings this cake over for Lily she's running out of the house and Lily's like no no no, we don't need a cake my friend brought these brownies Charlotte quickly eats the brownies she and um, Harry are gonna like waiting for a table a nice restaurant and she starts feeling really sick she's like oh my god am I having a stroke I'm really dizzy I don't know what's going on Harry calls an ambulance and she he's she's being rushed away there's this really funny line where 
they're he's trying to get in the back and they're like sir you can't get in the back and he's like it's the love of my life and they're like you're gonna be fine go sit in the front <laughs> but that was like it was it was a pretty funny scene they get to the hospital and charlotte is like they're like you have like a really high amount of thc in your system and she's like what and then so she figures it out that it was a pop brownie and i thought this plot point was pretty realistic yes. for people who have ever had edibles it's yes. really frightening because you don't know when it's gonna hit and especially if you didn't know you had one Yes. And I, I think Heather and Jason would be okay with me telling the story, but they were away in Turkey and somebody mm-hmm. was staying or like using their room or something. And they said like, just have whatever in the fridge, like make yourself at home. Like there's stuff in the freezer. So this guy like took them up in the offer. They're sitting at breakfast and Jason's like, oh my God, oh my God. He gets this long email. The guy was a journalist. And so it wrote this like long, extensive um, account of what had happened after he ate something in the freezer. And this guy staying with them had eaten a brownie and it was a pot brownie. And he woke up in the middle of the night not knowing that it was a pot brownie, thinking that he's dying. He's thinking that something's medically very wrong with him. He's crawling on the floor. He can't even walk because he's so high. So he's crawling. He calls the police. The police come. And I think there's some line where like, we think you're just like high as fuck or something. Like we think you're just high. And so... I mean, Heather and Jason retell this story in like such a funny way because they accidentally completely freaked out this guy. He had never smoked, didn't really drink, wasn't a partier. So I think it's a realistic plot point that someone could ingest something and have no idea that they're high. I I actually, no, that's so funny because I actually was wondering, like there must be, like hospitals must have a frustrating amount of accidental like cannabis dosing because... um, I heard this story at one time from this guy I'd gone on a date with. This is like several years ago. He's a doctor. And he was saying that one time this um, people brought in their grandmother. They thought she had had a stroke. She was just smiling the whole time and acting a little bit weird. And they were like, we don't know what's going on. Like she's old. We think she had a stroke. And then all of a sudden, I think, like, maybe her son or the other brother shows up at the hospital and because um, they realized that there was THC in it. And he was like, oh, there were there was, like, pot muffins or something in his freezer. And it was like, oh, oh my God. like... Bobby just got a little stoned and she's just smiling. Yeah, and so she must be feeling real good. Like, she's just in a great place. <laughs> Have you ever accidentally gotten, like, way too high? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't yeah. do edibles anymore. Like, no, and I say that I all the time and then it will happen again where I'm like, maybe it's fine. Even if it's CBD, I can't do it. But I did one time. Well, I was, I was telling you earlier that in college – the first time I took an edible was also the first time I watched Marcel the show. <laughs> and I just remember I was just like had this stink face on the whole time. Like, what the fuck is this? But I know, right? The last time I took, I did take it in the pandemic in 2021. There were a few people there. And like, I was so high that I was high through the next day. And I'd never been, <gasps> I, I was working from home. I'd never been more focused to get work done. <laughs> <laughs> because I was unexpected I was so stoned and I was so annoyed with how stoned I was I was like I can't get anything done but I have to work and I was like able to get so much work done 
you know what i i kind of love it i mean but it was terrible nothing, i was so i mean paranoid. there's nothing worse than being too high it was like maybe five or six years ago five years ago when nothing dakota and worse. i were at jason's um like birthday party and <laughs> someone had brought like weed challah bread and like the dosing is really difficult and like so you don't know off. you don't know the measurements so and i had way too much and i and I, it really hit me out of nowhere like i thought i'm having a teeny bit of bread no, I didn't know what state I was in, let alone what city I was in. It was the most frightening experience, and I was so freaked out. Dakota was trying to calm me down by putting on, like, Rihanna's Vogue makeup video, and I was, like, going through his phone next to him. He's like, what are you doing? <laughs> I was just, like, so out of my mind. I will never do edibles again because I just, like, to I me, I cannot. I, I don't like not being in control like that. I don't drink. I really don't get high. I'll smoke a CBD thing to, like, relax and, like, feel elevated and, and like, just whatever. I don't know. Whatever, ingesting but. does something. It just hits so different in a way that I cannot stand. It does. At my life now, I can't do it. Um, but, I yeah, so I think that was a funny plot point. I like that they're putting Charlotte back to work. I think that's nice that they're giving her that option yeah. because honestly I kind of hate how her kids treat her it may be like damn I like know. teenage girls kind of suck I do like that when she was going in the ambulance she was like Harry if I die have Carrie pick the outfit I'm buried in <laughs> that was pretty cute I I, I love Charlotte and Harry yeah, um and I also too. in this episode she like walks in on him she's been like busy all day and he's like lying on the bed she's like what are you napping and he says don't nap shame me <laughs> and I just think that could be like on a hat because and it's also I don't know, such I, a dynamic of like when you're dating someone who you live with like what are you doing yeah. what are you doing right like just back off um, um any fashion call outs I have a few I mean We've been talking about how it just feels like costumes. I mean, I also thought it was, like, interesting that they had, um, you know, LTW wearing that kind of red devilish-looking outfit for... She's, for Valentine's Day, yeah. Yeah, I just thought it was very costumey. Um, yeah, I just think yeah, I, everything's the a fashion, yeah. it, The fashion is just too unrealistic. It's too done up. I want to see people wearing normal clothing. And I think the only character that falls into that is Naya, honestly. Yeah. Who just is wearing, like, tr- appropriate clothing for a human, a human being and not, like, somebody who's in a magazine. Um, it's very editorial. It's very, like... Not editorial. What's the right word to describe the kind of clothing? It's unrealistic. Re- ready to wear? Ready wear? I don't know. It just feels like it's very... Oh, you mean all the fashion? Yeah, it's all... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just... I think it's crazy. But um, I, I did love the... the We were talking about winter coats. Like, I loved um, Naya's printed Geo long puffer coat. And then also Herbert Jr.'s girlfriends had this, like, checkered puff vest. But, like, the checks were, like, a light green and a dark green. But they were also, like, where the quilting pattern was. And I thought that was really cool. Um, I wanted that vest. I want that and I, vest. I think especially in New York City where it is a very fashion forward, fashion conscious city um, in the winter, a lot of your outfit is hidden. And so if you want to show off, you have a really nice coat. And coats, I think, are definitely like a status symbol here and like how you have a unique of a coat. And so I think the show does coats very well, except Aiden's. But knowing it's a barber 
coat now, which is a very classic style. I don't know why they buttoned it up. But my <laughs> theory is that they wanted it like he's closed off, he's buttoned up, he's not open. I think at the end he does open it up a little bit. And I think as the promos, like looking at the photos, I think he eventually just opens that bad boy up and he's just like fully open to her. So maybe the coat is symbolic of like him, his totally. readiness, his seriousness. And we had talked about like my conspiracy theory, my light conspiracy theory, which is I think that they knew that Aiden, that John Corbett was going to, I think that, sorry, let me backtrack. I think they knew last year that they were going to do a season two. I think they like probably signed on to a season two and did not expect all the backlash from season one because, and my, <laughs> my theory is that because John Corbett, when he was interviewed last year, right before, and just like that was coming out. He was like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll be on the show. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm coming back too." And it's like everyone just thought, like, "What? Like, the, how sad that is that he thinks <laughs> he's coming back when he's not in it." But now I think he was just like having a senior moment and didn't realize that. Oh, sorry. Uh, I mean, season two, I'll be back. You know, like he spoke. So you too think soon. you think everyone was aware that this was happening? Yeah, I feel like. They signed on for two seasons of and just like that. I think that the sheer fundraising and budget and overconfidence of the and just like that team just thought they were an absolute shoe in for a season two. And I think they were probably able to convince like ex- execs to sign them on for two. They're se- like we got it in the bag. Don't worry. Yeah, and like, I think okay. that they like. Yeah, no, seriously. And then they, like, fucked up majorly with the first season. Because that's why, you know how we were all so shocked that they were coming back for season two? Like, you guys were eviscerated in the New York Times, like, everywhere. And then, and, and then when I went to that talk that Cynthia Nixon hosted and the writer Samantha Irby, yeah. and they were both like, I guess people don't like it. And I was like, you think? Have you read a single <laughs> review? So, but we will say this, like we're not rooting for this show to fail. Like the show has definitely gotten better. Every episode I think has gotten a little bit better. It's not throwing like this these crazy like social issues in your face all the time that's not what this show is for not necessarily i think we're getting back to kind of like we have some like silly plot points um there were this last episode had a lot of um it it was reminiscent of like old sex in the city Mm -hmm. which is again what we're here for and so yeah i think the show is definitely getting better and i'm really curious to see I mean, Aiden coming back is is a huge draw for old fans. It is. It really is. Um, and they also, they had to make him look so hot. And yeah, again, I, I do think that the reason why, like, the advertising and propaganda was crazy in New York City, like, in the... It still is all over. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think it's because they, like, knew they bombed season one so bad that they had to basically shove it in our face to watch season two if they had already kind of signed it or whatever or film you know uh, yeah you're right they're like we gotta get this night and, I, <laughs> and I, i'd love to see the the stats um i'm trying to think of any other little observations all right quick little rapid fire observations um we with sema's you know kind of being very anti-couple, very pro-single rights. They have this like couple's massage between her and Carrie on Valentine's Day that they can only book as a couple. And they, and then I don't know why Seema wouldn't just have the massage in the same room. Like, 
I remember for Heather's birthday, I booked us like the air baths and yeah. there was a massage. We, I think we got a massage in the same yeah. room. It's not weird. And I think this is like showing their age that they would think that was like not Who okay cares? to do. Yeah, then just like, make just your fucking, own individual not, appointments that are one after the other or something. Yeah. It's like not an erotic massage. It's just very weird. Yeah. And then I think that this show continues to kind of like overly sexualize gay men but we talked about like maybe gay men would like this representation and we're not in that group. So how do we know, how can we critique something if we're not in that group? Yeah. I just felt very like objectifying of men, of gay men. I don't know. Like as in, in, as, as far as them being like kind of an accessory in this series Mm -hmm. as kind of like a punchline in this series, like the naked beefed up guy who's doing, you know, HGH shots, like, like, it feels almost cheap. Like, if a yeah. woman was walking out with big tits and everyone, yeah. all the men were like, whoa, can't take my eyes off the big boobies. It's just kind of like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, can we not? It just feels like it just makes women look bad. Yeah. And like, kind of, yeah. I don't know. So. And then I also was wondering, just as an observation, I wonder if Rock's non-binaryness would be accepted if she wasn't, like, a Ralph Lauren model. You know what I mean? Like, oh, by her family. Interesting. I don't know. I don't know. That's just a side note. Just things to think about. Um, but, yeah, we love to know your questions, your comments. Um, yes, please DM us. Thank you, too. We got a great DM. I think it was for last week's episode from Elizabeth. And um, Elizabeth um, was re- uh, commenting on the conversation that we had about sex and Lily's um, losing her like virginity and conversations about sex and sex positivity. And so Elizabeth sent like some really good recommendations for books. And she talked about like how she talked about sex with her nine-year-old. And it was like this wonderful way of talking about sex. It was like super interesting and smart. And I was like, damn, we've got some like really cool, smart people listening to the podcast. So thank you, Elizabeth. And I actually ended up sharing those books with my friend and that she suggested so please dm us i read all of them and um you know it's it's so good to hear from you and i really want to know what people think about like the if Che's going to be back what's really going to happen yeah. with aiden now that he is back um and also like if you were writing the show how would you write aiden yeah in or off and Che in and off would love to know would what you guys would, would do. love to hear it and Absolutely. Um, we're hoping to you know once more people see the barbie movie so we don't spoil it on the pod have a fun combo about it i saw it sarah still has to see it it's i mean i thought it was fantastic but i think that there's a lot of things that i wasn't sure about and i would love to talk about so i know i can't i can't wait to watch it i'm gonna see it with audrey my matter through the pod Let's, now my life yeah. friend yeah, yeah we're we gonna go, go see it together so, um, so yeah, we'll be back next rating? week. Um, Ooh, I am giving rating. this. I wrote it down, and this is going to be a four. four. It's a four. It's a four. We had a pretty big moment for Miranda. You know, her trying to figure out, you know, what kind of how, what how attraction works for her, how she wants to see her love and sex life. Um, and some old plot devices. It felt kind of old mm-hmm. Sex and City. The fact that Aiden is back. Aiden um, I is laughed back. a bunch. Like, yeah, we're giving this a four. We're giving but the show's a- getting a little bit better. It's getting a- <laughs> it's getting a little better. Um, well, on that note, we'll see you next week. Our little military style Aiden coats. <laughs> <laughs> our little Starship Commanders. Bye. Bye.